where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. This is not a time to get distracted. And this is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you. We praise you. Truly honor you in all that we are doing, all that we are going to do. Father, we ask you to bless us, Lord, that we may go forth and be the peoples of God that you would have us to be, that we decrease and you increase. We thank God for how you have blessed the young peoples to be a part of the program today, and I ask you to anoint in their life that they may be a help to someone else. And Father, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God, praise the Lord. We thank God for you, you, and especially for you. Amen. We thank God for what the Lord is doing and how he's doing it. Amen. Today, we have special guests. Amen. That I'll be able to not to show uh showcase brother Ware, but to believe that God will use these young peoples. And I wanted to didn't want no older young peoples. I have some peoples I could have gotten in the thirties, in the forties, in the fifties, but uh, you know, that was too close to Brother Ware. So I thank God for Brother Brown, Amen and and uh, Sister Evans, uh, Lashonda Evans, uh, I thank God for uh, Jalen. Amen. We thank God. I think Jalen uh, is on the line and Sister Shonda is on the line. Uh, the Lord blessed them that they had uh, went through this thing, uh, her mother, COVID-19. So uh, not that I fear but I say, it's okay. You can call on the line. <laughs> Amen. 
But uh, we're going to let start it off since uh, Brother uh, uh, Jalen and Sister LaShonda, we're going to let them have the first saying, and then we'll come back to the studio. So are y'all with me? Hello? Yes, sir. Yes, Pastor, I can hear you. Uh, all right. I can hear you as well. Okay. So go and tell uh, everybody hello, and then we'll come here in the studio. Okay. Do you want to go first, sister? No, thank you. Um, God bless everyone. It's LaShonda. Glad to be here. Amen. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord, yes. My name is Jalen Wiggins. I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. It is a privilege to be on Brothers Wings Radio Station. So thank you again, by the way. Amen. Brother uh, Brown? <laughs> God bless you, Pastor Ware. Thank you for having me today. Amen. All right. Well, we thank God for you three. Amen. Had one more, but they didn't show up. But nevertheless, amen, we're going to roll with what we got. Uh, we thank God, and I'm going to uh, see. Let me say this before I let them get started. I got converted, got saved at 23, and uh, when I got saved at 23, I uh, my pastor was 76. So the music and the clothes and everything was totally different. When he got saved, when he got saved, they didn't wear neckties. They just wore button-up shirts all the way up. And uh, the music they listened to, it was really, really, you know, Mahalia Jackson and so on and so on. Uh, and by that time, R&B was hot <laughs> when I got saved in the 70s. So, you know, I was a Temptation fan, OJ fan, and, and when we got saved, Walter Hawkins was sounding just like some of them. So I grabbed hope to Walter Hawkins and uh, Aretha Franklin, Peace Be St- uh, Jane Cleveland, Peace Be Still, Aretha Franklin, uh, Old Mary, Don't You Weep, Don't You Moan. So, you know, uh, I, my music was kind of like the rap music today, how I can't accept it now. Well, I, let me say I can accept it, but I just can't accept their closing. So what I think that they should change their appearance to be believers. Now, some of the rap music got, matter of fact, when we go on break, after break, I'm going to play a song, Corey Red. Uh, we're going to play one of his songs, and, uh, which is my favorite rapper. Uh, so what I I understood that it's a change of time, a change of things, change of everything. So I want to start off, and uh, we're gonna let you all tell me who's gonna be first. Uh, I tell you what, we're gonna let start off with Sister Lashonda first. And the question that I have is, uh, how do you? Uh, know you are saved in today's society because, see, in today's society, we have uh, 
all these rappers, these people that's cursing and uh, whatever, and they talking about they say. So what makes you all say as a young person today? Sister Lashana. Well, yes, sir. So I don't necessarily, I think it's more so for me is being saved to be saved in a sense, <laughs> because I don't necessarily know that I am saved, right? God hasn't said, okay, you're going to make it into the kingdom. So I'm, I'm hoping and praying that I make it in, but as far as like, how do I know my walk with Christ is for real? Or how do I know that I'm doing all that I'm supposed to do is me repenting daily and asking God to lead and guide me and, you know, sight me beyond what I see. Um, that's mainly how I know. And I try to not be of the world, although we're in the world. So, but to be honest, I don't necessarily know, you know, because, we would hope that we're going to make it in, but we don't know that we're going to make it. We're praying that we make it and we we have the opportunity to repent before it's too late. So that's that's what I pray, and that's my prayer always. Okay. Uh, Brother Jalen. Yes, sir. Uh, same question. How do you know you are saved in today's society? You know, how do you... Because uh, we got any and everything saying they say, and, I know that's right. and <laughs> they doing this and doing that. So what about you? Yeah, um, yes, sir. So save, um, it gives some scriptures of evidence. You know, I look at evidence. Um, and although we're not saved by works at all, because that's bared out in uh, Ephesians 2.8, for by grace we are saved through faith, not a, of ourselves. It is a gift of God, lest we boast. So I thank God we're not saved by anything we do, because in that's the case, when people get to heaven, they're like, God, look what I did. I did this. I, I kept this commandment. I did this ceremony. So we know it's not by works. I want to go like to the most notorious scripture that talks about in John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that whoever gave, um, that whoever believed on His Son should believe in Him and should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so a part of being saved to understand, like, the Messiah, what his mission was, you have to know him. You have to make him your Lord and Savior. Um, I do agree with Sister Sandra. Like, you just don't know 100%. Like, I'm definitely coming in. I feel, I feel like that's a little arrogant um, because God still has to last say so. Even though you might, um, you know, believe in the Messiah, you can believe one day and the next day you don't. So you can't say that you just save automatically. Um, but, like, some signs that I would look for a person who's in the direction of being saved would, you know, be belief on the Messiah. He said, if you confess with your mouth that the Lord and, you know, um, and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you should be saved. Um, it talks about if you call upon the name of the Lord, you should be saved. So, like, it seems like the person who's going to get saved is someone who really walks by the Lord's side. So I think, like, that's, like, the clearest evidence. Like, not of something you're doing, but, like, your belief. Like, you really have to believe in your heart and really do uh, walk in your belief. Because people say, I believe, and then do X, Y, and Z, like you said. But um, your belief has to have evidence to it. Um, you just can't say, I believe in the Messiah, and then just do whatever you want. Um, so I think a person who has true belief in the Messiah has a good chance of being saved. 
Okay, wonderful. Um, Brother Brown? Uh, thank you, Pastor Ware. Uh, I, 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 I kind of touch with uh, Brother Jalen and, and Sister Shonda. Uh, being saved uh, to me, and at least knowing that, you know, you would be saved in today's society is really walking with God. We know that, you know, the work was already done on the cross, you know, for us. So accepting uh, Jesus into your life and allowing him to come in and, and make that transformation in your life, I think that gets the ball rolling for a, a, a constant, uh, continuous life after Christ. And it, it, it's really, it's, it's not that of yourself. It's really him uh, coming into your life and really just pretty much taking the wheel um, and, and being in him, abiding in him, in his ways, in his laws, in his statutes. I think that's what keeps you uh, in his will. Whatever is in his will, I, I don't think that you can go wrong you know um, we know that temptation comes and with all, with a lot of uh, negative influences today of you know uh, especially uh, the ones that are put on mainstream or on on view for the whole entire world to see you know they they set an example that you know oftentimes goes you know contrary to what god has for you um and touching on what S sister shonda said being set apart from that that is a bit of a sign of evidence that you are, you know, set apart uh, uh, from the world and everything that, you know, they're doing. If you're not going according or on the, on the course that this world follows right now, that is definitely contrary to God. I think that, you know, you, you, you're on the right path. Okay. So what y'all telling me now, y'all telling me, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, these rappers that's using this curse, cursing profanity while they are rapping and these peoples that saying that they save uh they get on the stage and confess that it's the lord did this and the lord did that and what you all saying they are not converted huh okay i can hear you okay so you're saying they are not converted, they are just religious. Religion, oh. Somebody? Yeah, I, I, I'll go. I, I was, uh, I, I was, it's, it's, go ahead. It's a loud noise in the background. That's why I have Right, I can't hear. Can you hear yeah, now? Can you hear there now? Go again. There you go. It seems like someone is coming on the other line and it's, kind of overpowering your voice and I didn't even know you were done speaking brother okay uh uh boy director <laughs> I've got to get his attention he he's working on it now he's trying to clear the kit is it clear now um I can hear you now okay so what you're saying what you're saying that those peoples that's what I was saying is using profanity, calling the ladies the bees word and doing all that that and then they get up and they say they thank God they Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. What you're saying they are not converted. Now um when it comes to truth oh, Sister Sanjay, would you like to go first? No, you can go first. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, true conversion, 
Now, with the whole, so everybody's hyped about Kanye West coming to the Lord. I'm going to use him as a prime example. I don't know his heart. Honestly, I don't know his true heart. I don't know what he's doing, but God knows, right? Um, when it comes to these different rappers and everybody coming up, cursing and using this, yet you're saying, in God we trust. For me personally, I have to that raise a red flag because, okay, what God are we serving? Because we do have a God of this world, which is Satan. So my thing is this. True conversion, when you are born again, that's what true conversion is. Okay. The Messiah said, you will not even enter the kingdom of God unless you be born again. You can be born of the water and then of the spirit. We all have been born of the water. That's just talking about when your brother, the the uh, the, the natural side of it, nine months in the womb and you come out. That's more of the water side. That's the natural side. Okay. Now we have a spiritual birth. It's be basically you've been putting down of your old man and rising a new man. So when people start cursing, they still game banging. They look like the world, and the Bible said we shouldn't be in the world. I mean, we shouldn't be in it. Uh, I know we're in the world, saying. but not of it. Up, right. We're right. in the world, but not of it. But you're still emulating the world. To me, it looks like you're lukewarm, and we know we have a strong warning against being lukewarm because in Revelation it says. I will spew you out of my mouth some of the lukewarm people. And you can't have two masters either. So no true convert will ever serve two masters. That's just how I look at it. Okay. Um, and, you know, I, I will leave it at that. You can't serve Satan on Monday through Wednesday and then give God Thursday through uh, Saturday or however you want to go. It's either Same. all in or all out. Okay. I I completely agree. And so, Pastor, to your question, I was I think I was I was just watching a video, and the young lady was saying we think so. The people, the rappers, or whatever the case may be, they may say um, praise God or I give honor to God, right, or whatever. But we never know which God they're talking about. Well, we know because of the way that their their works are, right. So. We can't assume, Pastor, that they're saying Jesus Christ, the Lord, you know. So it's not, in my opinion, they're not serving the same God. So for me, I don't get hung up on saying, like, well, you can't be a believer because you did X, Y, and Z, right? Okay. My my thing is, if, like the Bible says, you know, you know them by their fruit, right? Mm-hmm. So if I, if I see that you're not bearing the fruit of the Spirit, I'm not going to sit here and battle with you back and forth on whether or not you're saved or whether or not you're serving the same God. I'm just going to show you how I act as a woman of God, and hopefully they see that and they're able to emulate that. Or they say, like, well, man, that sister is different. So what what does she have that I don't have? What God is she serving? Um, But I agree with the the gentleman. Um, You can't be lukewarm. And that's what we see in today's society. But but I think that's because we're assuming that they're serving the God of the Bible, and they I don't think that they're serving the God of the Bible. I think that they're serving the God of this world. That's why people think that they could, they can be lukewarm, and they can do both, you know, um, blessings and curse. But we know they can't come out of the same mouth, but that's why people think that they can, because they're not serving the God that we're serving, which is, you know, 
Praise yeah. Dad. Amen. Yeah, amen. Um, I was gonna say, I mean, there's not much room left uh, for, for you know. <laughs> I, know I, know I mean, they, they 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 honestly hit it right on the head. One hundred, I one hundred percent agree. Uh, a lot of people uh, on those platforms uh, today, you know, it, it's very the lines are blurred. You know, so much uh, for those who might not, you know. Uh, be believers or walking in uh, in in the way, so it, it, it's confusing and it really will lead like others. Like a Ricky Smiley a, and yeah. a Steve Harvey, yeah, and you, they you, profanity on uh-huh. on Saturday night. Absolutely, on, yes. So I mean, it, it, it's it's it, it's hard, you know. I, I I would say it's 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 really hard for for those out there because you know you they I I 100% agree that they don't serve you know you know the same God. We don't know their heart, you know, and we we don't know. Uh, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I one hundred percent agree. Okay. Well, well we go- one thing, Pastor. Sure. I think that that was um, Mr. Brown speaking his name, uh-huh. uh, which just brought to my mind. You know, some people. When I was growing up, I had friends that really didn't know that it was wrong. Right? It wasn't until that they mm-hmm. encountered me and I was outspoken. But what if I wasn't outspoken and like, a lot of people don't get told, like, what's right and what's wrong. We assume that people know, man, you you have to know that you're doing wrong, or you have to know that you can't curse someone out and then say, but praise the Lord. But some people grew up in churches where they they seen their pastors do it, so they, they may think that it's okay. They may think that it's okay to, you know, go to the club, party, drink, smoke, do all this stuff, and then go to church and say, but I'm saved, thank you, Jesus. Because no one probably ever told them otherwise. So we also can't assume that these people know these things that we know, right? Right. right. You know, right. We, we're fortunate enough to be brought into the truth, but some people aren't. Some people only know what they've been brought and raised in, brought up in and raised in. So I just want to throw that out there, too. As they say, uh, if I could say this, Pastor, where to Sister Sandra, as they say, flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you. That's in the scriptures. Because, you know, I didn't even think of, you know, I mean, I've heard people say that. It just, when you said that, that kind of opened my mind a little bit, too. Like, that is, like, the pinpoint. Because the thing about it is you have your Joel Osteen of today. where You have um, Creflo, T.D., and these other big televangelists, pastors or whatnot. Okay, all they talk about, and, you know, I'm just saying from what I've seen is prosperity gospel, God is here to devour your yes. enemies. Um, let's let's make a blessing in the dark. Just that motivational gospel. It's that candy cane gospel that'll make everybody. And it's no wonder <laughs> why these people have mega churches. And so you know, it's amazing that Sister Sandra said that because you, they, some people just honestly do not know, and that is wrong on our part. And I would just even just speak for me. It's wrong on my part to even look because, like she said, we're fortunate enough to have that type of instruction and teaching by the man of God who's over. But some people don't have that. And so that's a good point to think about, too, um, um, going forth, because uh, God does wink at ignorance. But it's going to become a time where God will make his truth known to all flesh and he won't be winking at ignorance no more because you will be without an excuse then. But I would say of today, there's a lot of false teaching, a lot of it. 
Amen. Yeah, a lot of it. A man told me, hey, if you have sex with a girl, hey, what's the point of getting married? That's out of your wife. Back in the biblical Old Testament days, you know, if you have sex with a woman, y'all have now, uh, uh, what do you call that term? Consummate. Uh, consummate. Yeah, you consummated your marriage, so there's no point of even getting married. Y'all are going to a, a, man, a legalistic society where you have to follow man's orders, but God even wants, he says, you should obey the ordinance of man as long as it, you know, doesn't, you know, come contrary to what God wants. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's just like little loopholes, they try to come, and I just, you know, just kind of pray for them and, you know, keep going. But that's a good point that Sister Sandra said. I wanted to tell her thank you for that. Amen. Uh, yeah, that, was a, that was a real good point. I'm going, what I'm going to have to do is, you, I'm going to have to go on break, and we're going to, come off a break and let uh that ain't fair since he sacrificed to be here we're gonna let him have the next first question <laughs> uh but you're right you're right and i i just want to put a signature on it because even though i'm old i got converted at 23 and i used that same i heard a pastor tell you that right quick i heard a pastor i was liking this girl and I tried to do what's right, and I went home, and I had a dream that night. And I felt real, real bad. Uh, it was that Wednesday night service, and I had a dream that Thursday or uh, that Friday, somewhere in there. But I felt so bad, I just, because I had a dream that me and her was together. Mm -hmm. And I went and told my first pastor, and uh and still of him saying, well, brother, you just repent, whatever, whatever. He didn't do that. He pat me on the shoulder. And he said, Jesus said, if you look at her and lust at her, you already done did it. So you might as well have to did it and commit mm. and, and repent. Wow. And that, that opened the door for me being a church whore, mm. even though God pricked my heart six, seven months down the road, and I said, no, nah, I got to get married. I didn't feel right, but I felt justified because of what he told me, and I figured he had knowledge because I didn't know the Bible. Yeah. And and so a lot of people will do things, as you all said, in ignorance. They don't know any better. But guess what? Now it's the time that it's time for all men to come to repentance. And to do that, which is right. That's why I try to uh, call her, call horse, all young people to get married. Because what will happen, the devil will begin to play with it, play with them, and they'll wind up not losing their salvation. I don't, I don't teach that. But you'll be so far out of the will of God till you can't get a prayer through. And ain't nothing frustrated enough when you know you really need to hear from God and your prayer seem like just hitting the ceiling and come back. But we're going to go on break. And after that, uh, Brother Jay, uh, 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 Brother Brown, <laughs> going to tell us, amen, what it means. We're going to start on something new. And uh, what, it, what does it mean to have an excellent spirit in the Lord? At this time, we'll go on break. God bless you. Oh, 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 oh,
God bless you, my friends. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Brother Ware and the Believers Broadcast. We pray that you are being blessed by tuning in to this broadcast as many others have been. If you enjoy the word brought to you on this broadcast and want to be a blessing, sit down and write Brother Ware a letter with your prayer request and let him know how this show has been a blessing to you. You can also feel free to send your best offering. Your support will be greatly appreciated. We need to hear from our friends today. If you are in need of prayer, write Brother Ware at P.O. Box 161-001, Atlanta, Georgia, 30321. If you are in need of fellowship, come out and visit us at 15 Blaylock Street, Hapeville, Georgia. We invite you to stay tuned to the second half of the broadcast and call in at 404-355-8699 with your questions and comments. Again, thank you. Now, here is the second half of the message with Brother Ware. I'm here with my main, my main, my main, my main man, DJ I Rock Jesus. Coming Lord, Jesus is Lord, it's more in store, swinging the sword with angels on one accord. You know what I mean? Word You know this track right here, this Jesus Walk, man. You know I was gonna jump all over this. Come on. Uh-huh. Need you to walk with me. Need you to talk with me. Uh-huh. So real, baby. Now with the power of God. I just came to heal somebody, but this music industry will make you kill somebody. So Jesus controlled my temper and my foolish pride. Never ever let me expose the fool inside. Remove this pride, for I, you were crucified. But after you died on the third day, you knew you rise. And even though my people hate me, I love them. Still, I'm willing to risk my life to set them free, like Harriet Tubman. But do slaves have in common with whites on the Titanic? They both sailed ships and died in the Atlantic. Furthermore, what we got in common, we all need Jesus. Judge Day, white, black, we all see Jesus. Let me help you understand religion. There were Christians in Africa way before the white man's religion. It's just a mixtape, so I ain't got the time to get deep. This rhyme I speak was informed from the mind of a freak. Hollow point tip scriptures, I love to spit. I talk two black Bibles with rubber grip. Satan appears in my dreams and tell me, hey, go and get me. Now, King Jesus, I need you to walk with me. I rock, yo, slow it down, slow it down, slow it down a little bit, slow it down. They can't take it, man. They can't take it, man. Slow it down. Hey, man, that's just a little bit of Jesus walk. Amen. I know somebody heard that and they just tuned in. They say, is this Brother Ware program or what? (laughs) But nevertheless, all right, you can reach these young people at 404 uh, 355-86, Three five five eight six, oh yeah, eight six nine nine. That's four four three five five eight six nine nine. You got a question or answer? Right now, brother Brown gonna tell us what it what does it mean to have an excellent spirit in the Lord. 
All right. Uh, thank you, Pastor. Where uh, I believe that uh, having an ex uh, an excellent spirit uh, should entail uh, having a spirit that is uh, uncorruptible, that is uh, unwavering, um, uh, a spirit that is really after God's own heart, really following in the ways uh, of the Lord, allowing Him to govern your you know your every step, your every action, your every thought. Um, along those lines, just more so allowing the fruits of the spirit, you know, to be evident uh, in your life and in your walk. Um, I believe that's uh, what having an, an excellent spirit entails. Oh, okay. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Sister Lashonda, what does it mean to have an excellent spirit in the Lord? I agree with Brother Brown's answer. Um, I also think that, well, I think to be kind of like Job, right? <laughs> I feel like his spirit was excellent. Um, like Brother Brown said, unwavering. So knowing that regardless of whatever you go through, trials and tribulations, um, still praising God and giving God the glory for, for everything, Okay. Um, I think that's the excellent part of it is not losing who you are in Christ. Wow. Always displaying the, you know, man of God and the woman of God that we strive to be. Wow. That's, that is what y'all said is really, really heavy. I I think back when I was y'all in y'all age in the 20s and a sister told me, I can't believe you didn't even tell me about Christ. I knew it was something different about you, but I wanted to talk to the sister before I got married. And so since I wanted to talk to her, I wanted her, uh, and she said, no, I just can't believe you was a saved and a man of God, and yet you didn't want to represent me? So, uh, okay, uh, Brother Jalen, what you say? What does it mean having an excellent spirit in the Lord? Um, but to have an excellent spirit, you know what's funny about that? Um, I didn't even know what that, I, you were the first person that brought that up to me, actually. Uh, um, when I think about an excellent spirit, I actually had to research this a little bit. Because um, I didn't I've never heard that before. Um and so you said Prophet Dave Daniel had Yeah, Daniel had an excellent yeah, spirit. And, That's what Yeah, because I never and see I'm learning stuff about the Bible every day. I love it. Um that brother because he had the um gift of interpreting visions and, and dreams and and I wanted to say like him being so full of the spirit. Um, of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit that comes from the Father in Heaven. Okay. And so when he has a spirit of excellence, I know um, Daniel was able to break down the different metals of King Nebuchadnezzar's dream. Like, that's a prophetic... uh, That's really prophetic um, about the different metals on uh, the statue of uh, King Nebuchadnezzar. And, you know, his life, he just seemed to flourish. You know, Daniel, when he was in the lion's den, he, God always took care of him. And I feel like that spirit of excellence, he was, he was a man um, 
I want to say, just like how David said, Gosser, he was after his own heart. I believe Daniel was as well. He wasn't a brother who was one foot in and one foot out, like uh, Brother Brown and Sister Sandra said, you know, unwavering, just uh, completely in, completely in, and um, trying their best, although not perfect, trying their best to um, fulfill God's will with the power of the Holy Spirit. So that's kind of what I think in a nutshell of a spirit of excellence. Okay. All right. And I have to agree with all that you all said because really having an excellent spirit is being filled with the Spirit of God. And it doesn't matter what age you is. A lot of times, you know, we got certain things for young people. Otherwise, y'all can do certain things. And again, I, I played that, uh, asked the board operator to play that song, not because uh, I'm uh going along with it, I understand it's not my error. My error was, as I told you, Aretha Franklin and uh, James Cleveland and all them. And uh, I could identify with that beat. And that beat, now, we'll say, yeah, but what the young folks saying now that we, I did it myself. I wrote it off. I wrote it off because they just following the world. But I was following the world. I was following the world beat, but they were singing about Christ. So having an excellent spirit is knowing that you're not following anyone but what God has put in your spirit to follow and being led of the spirit of God. All right, 404-355-8699. For those of you that got a question to ask them, I have one more question uh, that I definitely want them to ask, but uh, I'm more concerned about you that are here, you young people. You know, uh, you hear Brother Ware. Brother Ware say things, and I'm doing it from an old, because when you get past 65, you can justify whatever you want. You done got old. Uh, I might tell people I'm a thoroughbred. I'm an old thoroughbred. I'm the pastor now. It's not, uh, let's be real. God has blessed me. I don't try to dye my hair to be young. I don't try to do this. I, I thank God that he blessed me to get the age that I am. And uh, so I'll tell anybody, the key word is that we have to be concerned about following Christ. And the example that you all have said uh, is really uh, the direction that the Lord would, I would agree with that even uh, being old, it's old or young. Uh, so, you know, the thing that I find that, here's what I find that's really shocking, that we say it's a generational gap. I don't think it's a generational gap if we are in Christ. I think that a young lady, as Sister LaShonda, would dress according to not to show her body that other men might be looking at her. And even if she don't have a, a particular man, a young man in her life, still it's not to appetize herself. She should be letting God do it. And uh, 
the young man, I think that he should show forth an example in his dress as well. I don't think he should be like the the rappers of the world. Otherwise, if he's going to rap, I think he should do it with a, uh, a direction that he is separate. Yes, Christ came into his life. Yes, he liked it, that music. Yes, that's what he wanted to do. I know some of you old people ain't going to agree with me on that. But I just believe that. So let me go to my third question since we ain't got no phone. We don't have a phone call. And we'll let Brother Brown start this one off. And so what does you think that we as older so-called Christian or believers, whatever you want to put on us uh, in society, what do we need to do to change uh, our direction or the world direction for making better believers or better Christians or better saints or whatever you want to call it. All right, well, uh, let me make sure I understand uh, your question. You're right. Uh, uh, board operator, I have some people texting me and say they can't get in. They try. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, the phone four? Okay. All right. Okay, I'm hearing me now. <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Just making sure I understand your question. You're asking, I guess, uh, a younger generation uh, how... What help me help me understand your what what do you think that we as older peoples okay mm -hmm. looking at brother Ware and your dad your mom mm -hmm. your granddad your grandmom you know what can we do to make it better uh, to win uh, the younger generation, younger generation. okay uh, you know. Um, I know that, you know, uh, times are changing, um, but first and foremost, I, I, I mean, it's a loaded question because, I mean, every everybody is different. Okay. And, you know, there are many different ways, you know, to reach, you know, a set group of, you know, individuals or just that one person. Um, I, I, I more so say that if, if, if I, I mean, I know I'm, I'm, a, I'm a young man, but I mean, maybe putting myself in, you know, the older generation's shoes, you know, I would more so lean on the guidance of, of, of God. I know that he definitely has a way of, 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 of giving wisdom in, in certain situations, um, of, you know, as applicable as it can be, you know, to uh, pretty much maneuver and, you know, work in that setting for a younger generation. But, I mean, I guess more so I know that, Patience is really required with the youth uh, today. You know, okay. their 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 mind is 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 always in a you know in a in a constant battle. You know, there are a lot of things that they face nowadays. You know, every which way they turn. You know, uh, a lot of distractions are coming. So you know, more so just being patient and and and, and honing in on what they may respond to, not not uh, enabling them to continue to do. You know, maybe what they what they do, but you know, just kind of, yeah. 
Okay, okay, okay. Well, you know, you're right. Uh, listen, when I came forth, I was 13 years old before I mm. found out where babies come from. <laughs> and I had to pay a young lady a nickel and uh, a nickel, a, a nickel <laughs> so she could tell us where babies come from. Cause, uh, mama said that she went to the hospital to mm. get the air let out of her stomach. <laughs> and if she didn't cry, she had a boy. Wow. So I would have a brother. If she cried... When mm-hmm. they were letting the air out, it would be a girl. Then I couldn't accept that. I asked my grandmama. Mm-hmm. My grandmama say, you were under the cabbage pad. That's why they got cabbage heads, you know. So uh, <laughs> these are the things that I learned as a wow. coming up. And so later on, when I got into the word, it was certain things that I, well, of course now, like I said, I was 13 years old. When I found out where babies come from, it was this girl in our neighborhood named Trish Ann. Mm. She was uh, liking this boy, and she told us everything, you know. So uh, uh, I said that to say this. A lot of things that when I got saved, uh, it may not go today. When I got saved, they told us a man need to cut his hair Mm. if he had long hair. You couldn't wear your shirt open and uh, none of those things. So what we did, we wound up being hypocrites Mm. with certain things we was doing because we didn't want the old people to see it. But anyway, I'll let y'all go on before our time run out. Hello? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you think? Uh, we as an older generation, uh, older society, as a Christian believer or whatever you want to call us, what can we do to change the situation in walking in together? Sister, you want me to take it again? Um, I'll go. I'll go ahead. Uh, I, okay. I believe. I really like what Brother Brown said when he said patience. I was. Screaming like, yes, that's it. <laughs> um, I think the, the the best thing you can allow for a person to do, no matter if it's the older Christians, the young, well, <laughs> believers, the older believers, the younger ones, is allow a person to express themselves freely, right? I think mm. us as a younger generation, we, like you said, we battle with so much. And if we can't, if we're fearful of expressing ourselves because we don't want to be deemed disrespectful or like pastor like you said we don't want to be judged so then we hold it in right but i think that's where the disconnect happens i i feel like if the older generation were to allow us to just talk and say how we're feeling but it's not like that you know we kind of have to keep it all in and keep it together and you know be sister lashonda you know be brother brown be brother Jalen. like but sometimes we just need to take a deep breath and say this is what i'm going through and this is what i'm experiencing and yes we can pray which we do but it's nice to be able to go to somebody that's seasoned in christ and not feel like you you're judged or you have to bite your tongue or you know they're they're not listening right they're cutting you off they're they're angry or because you're not fitting the perfect picture of what they expect for you to be when we know 
no one really does because Pastor, you just said like you all did stuff behind closed doors because you you felt like you weren't fitting that perfect picture. So I think patience and allowing people to express themselves freely so that you can let them know, hey, when I was your age, I struggled with the same thing. I went through the same stuff. It's, you know, it's not a perfect scenario, a cookie-cutter picture mm. or frame. Okay. Okay, bruh. Beautiful. What you say? So, um... I really like what they both said. You know, I'm 23 in age. 1997 was my birth year, so I'm I'm a little wet behind the ears, as the old straps <laughs> like to call it. Um, so I can definitely say patience is uh, is key. The most important thing I would tell you, brother, where and someone who is uh, um, older than me, is relate. The word relate. I really feel like that word dropped in my spirit. Why I say relate is because... Again, when I talk to older people, they act like what I did. Oh, how you did. I'm like, now let's be, let's be honest. I know you did a little bit more than I did when I was your age. So, okay. You know, for example, um, you know, as a man, um, just growing up, you know, I did certain sexual things. And, you know, I want to have a one-on-one with some older people, you know, to gain, because it says in the multitude of counsel there, um, and people, there's counsel or whatnot. Right. So I love to talk to older people because they can shed light. But when you act more holier than thou in the Bible thumper, it turns me off because you're not being, you're not trying to relate. I feel like if you could just sit down and be like, son or daughter, hey, I was in your shoes one time. You don't got to go right. deep in what you did. You don't got to go deep in what you did, but don't, don't be acting like an angel, like, Right. You know, and I, that 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 turned me off from the older generation because, see, what's done in the dark comes in the light. So the same people that were like, "Oh my lord, how could he do it?" I found out some stuff. You know, I'm like, so okay. <laughs> you know, where was all of that when you were telling about me, though? You know what I mean? Right. And I feel I, I, I understand adults. Right. Their, their whole thing is don't make the same mistake I made when I was your age. I respect that. But still be right. real with me, though. Be right. real with me. Okay. Like, okay, you don't want me to make the same mistake. And I'm thankful that you're telling me your mistake. But if I make the same mistake that you did, be re- like, relate. Tell me, like, hey, you know, I'm, here go the way to go. This is I made that same mistake when I was your age. So this is the way I went about it. I guarantee more mm-hmm. people will open up to whether they're father or mother. I know a lot of women right now and men, but it's really women. Because, see, when a woman loses her virginity, she, you know, us as men, like, it ain't really nothing. I ain't going to say us as men. I'm going to say me and a lot of other dudes, though. Like, when we have sex, that was, that's like the glorified moment of your life. Like, once you lose her virginity, you go back to your boy, hey, bro, you know, I got some. But for a woman, it's totally different. See, with a woman, it's like she gave herself away, which spiritually you kind of did. But when you tell, see, it's hard for a woman to open up to her mother like that because, see, I know particular women right now who still haven't told their mother they did some stuff because they know their mom is going to ridicule them to the highest degree. And right. the mother loves their their daughter. We're not faulting that. But look what you cause being so high. You know, you're sitting on a high horse. Now your child doesn't say nothing to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now your child is now being silent about a lot of stuff they did in their in they, in they childhood because they're afraid of what you're going to say. 
see, the thing about it as me and growing up, I always wanted to set the platform for my daughter and son to always come to me because I know how that felt. And I've seen other women go through that. Now, my mom, when I lost my virginity, her first question was, did you wear a condom? So, if you see, we and then society, the thing about it is, too, society make it okay for a man to sleep with four or five different women. But if a girl sleep with that, she's called a whore. She's uh, a slut, et cetera. We should be held to the same standard. Right. Just because I'm a man, you know, brother, where, you know, just because I'm a man doesn't mean that the same thing doesn't happen when I have sex with a woman. You know, spiritually, y'all become one. That's why God, I believe, strongly believe God said just wait to marriage. You know, you wouldn't have so many abortions. You wouldn't have so many STDs. You wouldn't right. have so many heartbreaks. I know certain women right now, like, they, after they had sex, they, they, they felt attached, like emotionally attached to this person. They dealt with so much hurt. I'm talking right. about abuse. I'm talking about staying when they know they deserve better. And the sad part about it is because you felt like this man loved you when he really didn't. Because I'm going to tell you one thing about it. Us as dudes, we'll say enough just to have you open the legs. And that's the, that's the harsh reality. Right. He didn't really love you. He loved what was in between your legs. It takes a real strong man to stay there when you close your legs. That's why. I, that's the first advice I would tell my daughter. You say you met a man, close your legs and tell him you're waiting to marriage and see how many of them run away. Amen. I know for me, it took, a, it took a long time for me to understand that. And, you know, I have a lot of bodies. I, one of my greatest moments right now is me being thankful i never caught nothing nor have i ever got a girl pregnant i'm gonna share this and be done uh, uh yeah when because first, we're running out of time and we yeah, don't have to I'm get sorry, y'all I'm back sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry yeah okay okay one more thing one more thing when i lost my virginity i did not you know pull out right. i should have a child right now okay i should have a child right now how i don't know i'm not questioning god i'm just thankful I didn't bring a child in knowing I wasn't able. And right. so, you know, I'm just thankful, brother. Where so, again, going back to the question, the number one thing I would tell someone older is just learn how to just relate with the younger people. This will help facilitate um, them coming to you and help them opening up to the older generation to be easier. Okay. For that. All right. Well, uh, what I'm going to have to do is get y'all back maybe the third week in September. The third week in se- third Thursday in September. Maybe I can get you all to come back, and uh, maybe you get here because the reason they couldn't get the line because you all had the line tied up calling in, and some people's had some words, especially Minister Casey. <laughs> he had some, and he even talking about who I'm calling. Oh, him? That's who I'm calling. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but uh, 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 anyway, we're going we gonna to wrap this up. You got anything to say in, in, in 30 seconds? Uh, no, praise the Lord. Thank, thank you, Lord, for letting me be here another day. Uh, thank you for all for tuning in. All right. Uh, LaShonda, 30 thank seconds. Yeah, thank you, brother. It's a pleasure. All right. And I look forward to us not being confined to our houses, so being in person. All right. In September. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. All right. <laughs> so, so we'll definitely do this again the third Thursday next month, if the Lord say the same, and we'll get into more deeper and uh, conversation. We let's, Let me pray. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. We thank you for 
these young people's uh, speaking. And God, I, I pray that they uplift someone that's young as well, as well as old, that they can go forth and be a better believer walking in the way of righteousness. We thank you. We praise you. We truly honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. amen. All right. Okay. Amen. We would love for you to amen. tune us in on Saturday and Facebook. Amen. We are there from 12 to 1. And we ask you to visit our website, uh, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. If you have a question or comment, you want to deal with it, you're free to call me at 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. Again, I want to thank each and every one of the young peoples, and we are looking forward to the third Thursday next month. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232 Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. These days, we're all getting more screen time, which means we're also getting more blue light exposure than ever before. Too much blue light can make your eyes feel tired, dry, or blurry. It can also affect your sleep. Zenni's Blocks lenses help to protect the eyes by keeping harmful blue light out. Because they're virtually clear, add blocks to any Zenni frame for stylish, all-day protection. Get a complete pair of prescription or non-prescription Blocks glasses starting at just $24. Protect your eyes now at zenni.com.